New Year, same table talk. New Year, same table talk. Look at us being witty. <laughs> I know. You love it. Everybody loves it. No New Year's resolutions here for us. No. We're perfect just the way we are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we just fine-tune and tinker when necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very excited for this New Year. We have already tons of fun things lined up, and yeah. we are kicking it off with a healthy-ish recipe. Yes. Um, so I know like cauliflower is like the big kick. And I, I love cauliflower. You know, it's still boring to me. Like there, like I see all of the ways that people try and jazz it up and I'm just like, it's still It lacks the zhuzh. Right? Yeah. I do appreciate cauliflower more than broccoli, I will say. Okay. Because when you roast cauliflower, it does actually have like a flavor to it and yeah. I like that texture to it mm-hmm. um, which is why the cauliflower recipe I am bringing to you today is a roasted cauliflower recipe. I love me a good roasted cauliflower. So um, it's a curry roasted cauliflower with cranberries. Okay. And it's excellent as a side for a meat dish. It would be great with like a fish. I was or... thinking fish too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then but you could also add like chickpeas to it or even just eat it on its own. Um, so what you need is just one of cauliflower chopped into florets. You could probably even just buy the bag of cauliflower exactly, yeah. florets. Um, garlic cloves. Leave them whole. I don't do one clove of garlic I was going to say, you love your garlic. So I think I had like four <laughs> or five mixed okay, in Okay, that there. sounds sufficient. Um, two tablespoons of oil, one tablespoon of curry powder. I also added a teaspoon of cumin just to kind of balance things out a little uh-huh. bit. Um, salt, pepper, cranberries, and onions. And the onions are chopped almost like you would for like a stir fry or okay. any type of like roasted so onion. So white onion, yellow onion, or? White or yellow. Okay. But if you used a yellow onion, I feel like it would play with like the sweetness. I was going to say with the cranberry maybe mm-hmm. and kind of heighten that up. Yeah. So And you, these are craisins or whole cranberries? Whole cranberries. Whole cranberries. Okay. Um, so if you went ham at Thanksgiving or Christmas and you have a whole bunch of bags left over. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> they don't need to sit in your freezer no, until next Christmas <laughs> when you will forget that you have them and buy a whole other thousand of bags of cranberries. That sounds like a true story. Right? I'm like, does that happen to anyone else? <laughs> no, nope, just me? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, so put all of the ingredients, except for the cranberries, okay. into a bowl with the oil and the seasonings. Give them a good stir. Got you. Um, put them in a pan. It's okay if the pan is a little bit crowded. Okay. I know that there are sometimes when you're roasting vegetables, you want to make sure everything kind of has its has like space. space. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, it's all going in the same place anyway. Right. So you're going to put it in the oven at 375 for 35 to 40 minutes. Okay. You can flip them in the middle if you want. I usually do just to check on them because sometimes my oven is weird. So yeah. if you also have a weird oven, just give it a little peek. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot which one to tell you when to put the cranberries in. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So when you put the vegetables on the pan, just kind of fill in the empty spaces with cranberries or however much you want. Perfect. And you don't need to put oil on them because they're just going to – there's going to be enough oil basically on the pan itself from what you put on the vegetables. Right. Um, so I usually like give the pan a shake and then put it in the oven. Okay. Um, and let it bake for 35 to 40 minutes. And then when you take it out, the cranberries will have like popped and started to like seep out their juices. I was wondering what happens to cranberries. Like are they like a tomato where they kind of blister? But yeah. cranberries are pretty tough, so they do blister. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they do, which I think is part of the reason why it's helpful to bake this for so long. So it gives the time for the cranberries to like blister and pop open and seep out their mm. juices, and then they also kind of caramelize on themselves Ooh, with the sugar. Yeah. And so, like when you balance it with the flavor of the curry powder and the cumin, you have like those really um, 
not spicy, but just kind of like zesty, warm flavors. It pairs okay. really nicely with the cranberries. Ooh, so serve it as a side or on its own on top of a salad. I used my leftovers the next day on top of a salad, and I mixed that it. That sounds with, really good. It actually. was. I was not sure how it was going to turn out because the only dressing I had was Caesar salad dressing, and I was like, <laughs> Caesar and curry, huh? Right. I was like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but it actually was really good. Yum. So can't go wrong with that. Shout and, out to cauliflower. Right? I never would have thought to put cauliflower and curry together, but glad I did because it worked out. I like how cauliflower has become one of those vegetables that you can really make and do anything with. Oh, yeah. It's, and I think that helps that it it kind of has like a bland flavor because mm-hmm. it can absorb whatever you throw in it. You oh, yeah. know, like I just discovered cauliflower gnocchi from Trader Joe's yes. and me trying to be like do half keto or just eat healthier yeah and i keto minded keto minded there we go (laughs) keto minded um and yeah i mean it it really like i threw some pesto in there and like all i tasted was the pesto and it was great so Mm -hmm. yeah shout out to cauliflower you can have you ever had cauliflower mashed potatoes i have had mashed like mashed cauliflower Mm -hmm. i have had that i prefer that to cauliflower rice same i've had cauliflower rice maybe i didn't make it right Mm -hmm. or i just didn't add enough seasoning but it was just not i thought it would maybe taste like a like have like a couscous texture mm-hmm. and it didn't um, but mashed cauliflower yes cauliflower gnocchi yes I, my favorite way to have cauliflower is roasted like, yeah. like how you were kind of describing I've also seen recipes where instead of just like having roasted cauliflower as the florets they'll take a, like a head of cauliflower and like chop off the ends of it and make it into like steaks okay I've seen that too mm-hmm. and I haven't tried. tried that yet because I always end up getting a small head of cauliflower and I feel like you need like a massive thing to do that just because that way oh. you have like a good size steak. Well, you know what? Because I feel like when you cut it, all the good parts are just gonna fall off. See, how and do you get a steak? We've attempted. My I lived with um, when I moved back from college and moved out into mm-hmm. like my own place with my roommate. She was at the time vegetarian, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna make us cauliflower steaks tonight." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Perfect! I've been wanting to try." Yeah. We attempted to cut cauliflower steaks. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting just a bunch of florets, <laughs> right. and we did like a, I think she did like a stir fry or something like that. Yeah. But I, so if you are able to cut a cauliflower and create a steak, shout out to you because yeah. I'm clearly doing it wrong. Right? <laughs> I wish that they would sell cauliflower steaks like pre-cut and pre-packaged. You know how they mm-hmm. how they do with like the pre-cut vegetables and yeah. stuff. Just just I will pay extra for you to cut the cauliflower <laughs> for me. I, and well, I like that it's filling and it's mm-hmm. a good alternative. You don't feel guilty, you feel satiated yes. after you've eaten it. Mm-hmm. I wonder for cauliflower rice to make it have that kind of couscous texture, if you would need to use the stalk rather than the oh. florets. Oh. Like just and like put like the stalk of the cauliflower against like a cheese grater. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've. I've I, I mean, I haven't seen it done, and I feel like whenever I looked it I up, it looked like people bag. just bought it. Yeah, people just, like, Drop cut it, it with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if my knife suck or if I suck or both, mm-hmm. but, you know, right? like, it didn't work. But, anywho, I feel like this cauliflower, that was worth trying. Any roasted cauliflower. There's another one we should talk about at another time. Um, there's a rapper that I love, Action Bronson, mm-hmm. and he is a huge foodie. Oh. And he has an excellent recipe for roasted cauliflower, which Ooh. we should talk about again sometime. Okay. Coming back on our keto-minded, right? I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, then it worked, right? <laughs> um, all right. So, actually, 
for our review, mm-hmm. I was going to do, uh, it was a toss-up between these two places in Chinatown, but with Chinese New Year coming up, yes. I feel like I want to save those. Okay. But I'm still going to stay in Chinatown okay. and talk about Helen Ray's. Okay. Now, people who are listening are probably rolling their eyes like, Ugh, this girl claims to be a foodie or a wannabe foodie, and she's barely talking about Helen Ray's. No. I've been known <laughs> about Helen Ray's. It is one of the best places that I've had that serves fried chicken. It, it's in a plaza in Chinatown. It's right next to like Bauhaus. There's also a new like a Filipino themed restaurant that's a little more fancy and mm-hmm. it's got some gourmet up in there, which I've also tried. I'm very um, intrigued to go to Bauhaus. Just like on name alone. Yeah, right? <laughs> but there are so many new and up and coming hot and good restaurants yeah. in Chinatown in within those plazas that have been around for forever. Mm-hmm. Hello, gentrification. I know. Nice to see you again. They have extended their hours as of recent. I don't know. Well, thank God, because there's always a huge-ass line. Exactly. So, pro tip, this place opens at 11. There will be a line like by 8 o'clock. Like, at the plaza. Yeah. No. I, the <laughs> first time that I went, it was with Vince, and we woke up early to be there by 9, but even by 9.30, there was a line. 9.30? In the morning, there was a line. So, even if you're trying to plan it out, the point is you are going to wait, yeah. but it will be worth it. How long did you guys wait in line? Well, Helen Ray's isn't open until 11 a.m. Okay. Us getting there at 9.30, we waited for like an hour and maybe 40 minutes. So the good part was that as soon as it opened, mm-hmm. they were just cranking out yeah. the orders. And they're fast. So you kind of have to go in, even if it is your first time, like mm-hmm. you can see the menu, there, it's available it's better to have your mind made up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like it's a massive menu with, like, all kinds of overwhelming options. Mm-hmm. It's just chicken sandwich or fried chicken. What do you oh, want? Pick simple. a side. And then you get to pick the heat level of your chicken. Oh. So they have, like, non-heat, like, just a regular fried chicken sandwich mm-hmm. for all the spice weenies out I mean, there. Come on, people. It's called Howlin' Rays. Exactly. <laughs> and th- this chicken is hot. I have a very high, um, what's the word, tolerance for spice. And even this chicken sandwich, I was only able to eat half because it was so spicy and my mouth was burning oh, no. that I had to wait and, like later on and then finish the other half of Do it. Do they have like milkshakes or something to help? They wipe have it? milk. I didn't okay. see any milkshakes on the um, on the menu. Mm-hmm. I got, I think, a lemonade, okay. which was helpful. Yum. But still, like, I mean, but it was like spicy yet delicious. Yeah. Um, and these sandwiches, I mean, they really have mastered their craft because it's a hefty piece of chicken. It's not like oh. if you go to Jack in the Box, not to knock on Jack in the Box, and you get the spicy crispy chicken sandwich and it's like half of a tender. Yeah. This is like a full on piece of chicken that is like perfectly fried. Mm-hmm. It's nice and crunchy on the outside, but you're not going to chip your tooth biting into it. And the inside is soft. And it's not like rubbery chicken. So this is like good quality poultry. Yeah. What kind of breading do you think they use? I think they use um, flour. Um, they've got to use maybe some type of breadcrumb, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure what kind. Yeah. I haven't like delved into like the ingredients that they go into. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they also don't share too much of what they oh. of their process of cooking it uh-huh. like they'll if you ask them up front they'll be like oh yeah it's our this or it's like they're they'll give you a quick answer but they're not going to kind of indulge you in a conversation as to how they make their chicken I don't know yeah. if it's a secret recipe mm-hmm. or if they just kind of got to keep it pushing because yeah. there's a long line but they're very just minimal with the info I feel like I'd be the asshole that has like 
goes like through the two hour line, eats their food, and, <laughs> and then, still like, asks a zillion questions. <laughs> no, but just like when they're done eating, walks up and is like, "Excuse me, can you tell yeah. me about the recipe?" And they're like, "No, <laughs> please leave. Do you need another refill? Get out." Right. <laughs> um, and their their sandwich. It comes with a slaw on top of it, like a cabbage slaw. Like, and like in the an butt? aioli sauce. Yeah. Ooh, yummy. From what I remember. And an aioli type of spread. Mm-hmm. And that is not spicy. It's just okay. tasty. Um, I have to warn about the spice level, though, because we were going to go with the second to hottest level. And the guy was like, are you sure? And we were like, well, we both like spicy. And he was like, I do too. And I think it's going to be too hot. And we were like, okay, should we do the one below? Yeah. And he was like, I would start there. Mm -hmm. And then if that's okay, move up to the next one. Yeah. That's, we got the second to the top. That was like, my tongue felt like it was going to shrivel up and fall (laughs) off. But it was so good. I couldn't stop eating. And there's pickles in there. Mm -hmm. And then you can pick a side of like coleslaw fries. I think, I want to say they use a potato bun. Yum. But it didn't get soggy because that's my, yeah. I have a. I have an issue with potato buns. Oh. I like them, but they just get too soggy too quickly. But look at that Ooh, hefty piece of chicken. Look at that perfect amount of slaw. Sandwich. Look at the bread. Look how it's like, it's just like the perfect balance of all the ingredients mm-hmm. together. And the main star is the chicken. You can, and like just looking at this chicken, I can see how hot it is. Yeah, right? Like... <laughs> It is. It's like red toned. Yeah, literally. It's almost like this chicken already looks like it's on fire. My eyeballs are like, you're in danger, girl. Yeah. Warning. Yeah. <laughs> no, that looks so good. And it really like the chicken is like busting out of that sandwich. It really is. And it looks that way all around. I mean, and they are like hefty pieces. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? Big ass sandwich. Yeah. And so and they have. And the other thing, too, is like the spice doesn't stop at the chicken. Mm-hmm. They have one of their sides is their like. Crinkle cut fries, Mm -hmm. and they um, you have an option to put like a Cajun seasoning on it. Even that freaking seasoning is spicy. Yeah, like if you think like, okay, let me eat this potato and like kind of calm it down. Mm -hmm. No, it's gonna (laughs) just like add a little bit of fuel to the fire that's already going on. That reminds me of when I went to Chengdu Taste out. I think it's in San Gabriel with my dad. We were like, oh, let's get these green beans because they'll help cool off like our tongue from all the really spicy food there. And like when we first started eating them, we were like, oh my god, like they were so hot and then the it's rest of the food spicy. came and it just like kept going up and up oh and up. Oh my god. And then we started going to the green beans to like cool us off but it was just like my ears popped. It was so hot. <laughs> it was insane. That's about what happened. Like you need napkins just because your nose is going to be runny. <laughs> um, they also have like chicken and waffles which I think mm-hmm. is super popular there. I haven't tried that. Yeah. Um, they And they do have like just like chi- like regular chicken on top of like a piece of toast bread. Oh okay. Like white bread. Yeah. Um, you can get fries on the side. They also give you like pickles, a ton of pickles on the side. They're like chipotle aioli sauce is amazing. It's like crack sauce. I can never get enough of it. People order this and like have it catered for weddings, for office meetings. That's like kind of wedding. Right? That's how good Howlin' Ray's is. Are they Nashville based or are they like... L.A. I so they're in L.A. But I I want to say that when I went there, I asked the guy, and he, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm recalling correctly, 
it's a recipe, like a Nashville-based recipe okay. as to how they prepare the chicken. Mm-hmm. But these people are like stationed in, in L.A. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's a simple menu, but like you really don't need more when you have chicken this good. And they mm-hmm. have like homemade lemonade and it doesn't taste super sugary. It's yeah. nice and tarty and citrusy Yum. and lemony and just everything that lemonade should be. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing that I like about Helen Ray's is that you make friends while you're in line. I oh, mean, you you're sitting, to. you're standing right <laughs> next to people for hours at a time mm-hmm. and everybody's there for the right reason so you already know everybody's got a good palate that's waiting in that line you know I mean and I'm talking policemen the first time I went I was standing behind two policemen and I was like well good thing I didn't bring alcohol because they would have got like drinking in public and just being a mess like hello maybe it's like a neutral ground I know right like this is a safe 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 place hell and rays we're all getting the same chicken kumbaya right you know Um, but yeah, but basically at the end of the day, I, and I know that people, uh, the wait, the wait, the wait, trust me, it is worth it. I haven't met a person who said that it wasn't worth the wait. And if they yeah. exist, don't be their friend. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't wait to go there. Cause like I go to, I don't go to Chinatown like a lot, but when I, I am in Chinatown, I always end up walking past Howland Ray's. Oh yeah. And I see the line yes. and I'm like, but I'm hungry now. Yes. Like not in 30 minutes. And I was really surprised that they had expanded their hours because when they started, they were from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. because mm-hmm. they would run out of chicken. Oh. Because they just had, th- and it's not because they didn't prepare, it's just because that many people were going and getting like the food there. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they are open from 11 to 7. And you'd think, Bless. right? And you'd think that extending their hours would kind of lessen the time that you spend in line or maybe uh-huh. people would be more spread out. Yeah. No. <laughs> just more people just are more coming. more people are coming and they're like, yes, we have more time to get there. Because right. that was our thing. Is like uh, we were trying to just schedule-wise figure out when we could go. Because oh, yeah. Well, who's free small between window. 11 and 3? Exactly. Unemployed people who probably can't even afford it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which was me at one point. <laughs> what are the price points like? Not expensive. What Like not very pricey. It's like oh, okay. $2 signs on Yelp. Oh, if okay. That, you know what I mean? Adds yeah. to people. Um, I think... And we kind of splurged. Like, we got, like, when we got two chicken sandwiches, I got a drink. We got fries. We got, like, a coleslaw, which is also really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think we paid more than $35. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't think, I mean, it's not, you're not going to break the bank by uh-huh. going there. I mean, what you're not paying, like, you're just, the most money you're wasting, if you want to even call it wasting, is the time that you're spending in line. Yeah. But um, but check out Helen Ray's if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And I am really excited to talk about the two Chinese restaurants that Me I had too. in mind. But I'm going to wait and save that. Okay. Um, because they are two favorites. And, um, yeah, they just both hold a special place in my heart. Well, shall we happy hour? We shall happy hour. Okay. You go first. Okay. Um, so mine was a happy hour in disguise. Okay. So... I just found out that I have to move out mm-hmm. of where I'm currently staying. So I'm so stressful. So stressful. But I'm New Year New Me is trying to find the silver lining and everything. And now mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited because uh-huh. um, it's kind of like the fire has been lit under my ass. And now yeah. it's like, all right, I got to get up. I got to get it going. Um, so I found out that, yeah, we have to. I mean, we're not like being like evicted or anything like yeah. that. It's just with circumstances at home. The way everything panned out, it worked out, one, really nicely, but two, we got caught in the crossfire. And now we have, like, a month to find an apartment. Yeah. But the reason why it's my happy hour is because I have been wanting to move out without feeling guilty. Yeah. And I have that. 
Mm-hmm. And so even though looking for a place, especially in L.A., can be a stressful process, it's also really exciting. Yeah. And it means that change is coming and there's like a new type of beginning mm-hmm. and just a fresh, I guess, start or fresh way to approach the new year. Yeah. So I am appreciative of the incident that happened because it's ignited this excitement in me mm-hmm. and kind of is allowing me to kind of do my own thing again. I get to be selfish again. I get to worry about myself. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm really excited about that. So even though it was like very unexpected and not planned, and yes, I cried for a hot second because in a <laughs> moment of like panic, but oh, yeah. ultimately me finding out that I am going to have to move out was my happy hour. Yeah. Well, good. I know. I was really excited right? about it. Change and he, is on the horizon. Oh, it's about time. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. What's your happy hour? Um, You know, it's, I was going to say it's hard to pick one, but I've been thinking about this for a really long time, and I know you know what I'm going to say, but I adopted a cat. Yes! I was wondering when you were going to bring her up. <laughs> I was really wondering. I was so excited. Her name is Naomi. I adopted her from a rescue yes. called Rescue Freedom Project, um, who I volunteer with. And um, so Naomi was previously in a laboratory, but... Now she has a life as an actual house cat because before she was just in a little cage and now she gets to roam free. And And she has adapted quickly. Oh, yes. (laughs) It took her no time at all. And it's but like it's so cute because even though she's like two years old, she's still a kitten in a lot of ways. Oh, uh 100%. Well, two my two favorite moments since adopting her is one when she watched me brush my hair after I had just finished trying to brush her and she was like you get brushed too like she looked at me like what the like her fuck? mind was blown literally she was like oh that is a thing and then um when she discovered the bathtub because oh. I was taking a bath and she had kind of like sniffed around it a little bit and like hopped inside when it was like when it wasn't filled with water uh-huh. and she was like I don't know what this place is but it's cool yeah. and so I'm down but then when I filled it up with water she like peeked her head over the edge like, and was like hmm. she was very suspicious she was like i don't understand the point of this and i'm not sure if it's safe but mom seems okay so i'm just gonna let it be she's a very easily intrigued cat and interested oh, yes. in everything which i love about her oh yeah you try and eat any type of food around her she's gonna cat, come sniffing around oh, th- i've never seen a more food motivated cat like <laughs> she will literally like if i try and take her like treats away from her be like okay that's enough yeah she will literally reach out and like grab my hand like full-on wrap <laughs> her paw around and pull it towards her and be like, no. But I just, I love her. And We're... further proof that she was meant to be yours. I know, right? <laughs> Two very food-motivated people. <laughs> I'm very impressed at how you haven't checked your phone to see your Naomi cat cam. Oh, my God. Because it is a regular thing now. Totally. Well, I did check it when I got here. Okay. But she was, she must be in the kitchen because she wasn't around. Because <laughs> I have the camera positioned, like, at two of her favorite places so I can always see her and it also helps me when I'm coming home because then I can see that she's waiting by the door because she started to try and like be sneaky about it oh man And but I think I figured out a system to block her so it'll be okay because I don't want her to run away oh my goodness I, I would die when I watched her for die. you yeah <laughs> That went morbid so quickly. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, it's true, though, because when I watched her, I had a panic attack because Mm -hmm. it was like the maybe second or third day that I went to go and feed her and play with her. And I was I'm always very careful whenever I'm 
pet sitting for anybody yeah. as to how I open the door because mm-hmm. one they don't, don't know me. Be like, Boom, yeah, yay! and I don't know how the owner normally opens the door, so I want to prevent them from scurrying out. And yeah. animals, anything with two legs is way faster than me, mm-hmm. uh, or four legs, I should say. <laughs> um, and yeah, and she's kind of scurried out, and I was like, ah, like oh, yeah. Naomi, don't go. Right? Your mom would murder me, and then murder whoever murders you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then I found like I mean, and she didn't go very far. Yeah. She just went a couple steps, but she was just out of the house, which was yeah. like <gasps> my like heart rate immediately went up mm-hmm. um but yeah but then we went inside and she has a lot of very cool toys that were i was playing with i was like this is so cool this motion moving butterfly right <laughs> oh i play with them too there's like this little trackball thing and i'll just like like bounce it back and forth and she's like oh i know that one already they're therapeutic like, but look at it <laughs> cat toys who are they really for right <laughs> Anywho, well, we will be, we'll post a picture of the Helen Racing and your yes. curry on our Instagram and Twitter. Yes. And if you aren't following us, you need to do that right now. Mm-hmm. We are at TBLTLK. And feel free to hit us up with any recipes. Yes. And also, you are probably listening to this on iTunes. Yes. Yes. We've made it. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Elena's efforts. Right. It took me a while to figure it out, but I got it. But there. I got it done. So if you could do us a solid. Subscribe. Yep. Subscribe, um, rate, review, and um, we love you for doing it. Yes. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye.